0: Welcome to the world of consciousness, human development, and full potential. Here we have conversations with people from all over the world about the subjects that matter for our mind, body, and soul, so that you can create a truly spectacular life. It is all about weaving the sacred, the soulful, and the ordinary into our everyday existence. Inhale, exhale, and let's begin. This is Timeless Teachings, a global podcast with Yana Fry. Our guest today is Vila Sana, a transformational business coach master facilitator, and international keynote speaker who empowers visionary entrepreneurs to birth their big ideas into the world. Your upcoming book, Double Down on Your Genius, Own Your Gifts, Align Your Actions, and Flourish in Your Calling, will be released in 2023. Let's welcome Vila. Vila, Thank you so much for joining us today. It is a pleasure to have you on Timeless Teachings. It's such an honor to be here and so wonderful to see you. And I think with you particularly, we tried to schedule this interview for probably five years. (laughs) That that has been a long run, and I'm glad that just finally we managed to do this. Uh, Where in the world are you right now?
1: At this very moment, um, I've been traveling Europe all summer, so at this very moment, I'm in Barcelona, and next I go to Paris, and then I go to Thailand after that.
0: Oh, you're coming to Asia. Well, I am still in Singapore today, right? So that's my part of the world. Nice. Nice that you are going to be hitting our way. And the way how we do those interviews, we always start with a little bit about the guests. So I know you, our People who are listening or watching, they probably don't. So it would be nice if you share with us a little bit. Who is Willow? Awesome.
1: Yes. Well, I'm so thrilled to meet you all in this way. I work with visionary leaders, those who have a message or a calling coming through them and are doing really big-hearted work in the world. And what often happens in that work is we get in our own way because we're really being met with our own fears or limiting beliefs or old patterns and things that are stopping us. So I do this deep emotional work at sometimes identity, death, shadow work, right, that has to arise. But then we also are like, all right, how are you going to make money with that? Or how are you going to scale it? A lot of times people are stepping into their next level, whatever that next level means for you. And so no matter if you're you know, two years in or 20 years in, you're still at that learning edge and needing some support. So whether that be emotional or strategic, I love helping in both of those ways.
0: Mm, I love how you're sharing about it. And then here's my second question, who weighs everything that has been going in the world with the pandemic and now post-pandemic life. So, what do you see is happening in your field with people who come to you and ask for guidance?
1: Yeah, such a great question. I mean, this was what was so fun. I've been I've been in business for twenty years and been helping p- businesses online for twenty years and have been location independent for a long, long time. So when the pandemic hit, it was like, oh, do you need emotional support as you grow your business online? I was like, I got you. Like, this is my jam, you know? Uh, so that's been really fascinating, you know, but it's been almost this, um, you know, great equalizer in in the sense, right? All of a sudden, everyone is, is being impacted by the same thing. And so, yeah, helping people grow their businesses online, the intensity of that visibility, being seen, what it requires to market yourself, all of those pieces, um, because really things have shifted so much more online. Like we thought we were online before we are really online now, you know? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Helping people on that level has been really fascinating. And I think also woke a lot of people up to like, wait a second. I can, I can work from home, I can do whatever I want. So I had some people that had always been sort of on the edge or really wanting to go for it. And they were like, now is the time.
0: And when we look at that, what do you feel, let's say maybe three important things that those big hearted visionaries, right? I believe those words that you use, that you work with and you help them to birth their, their businesses and their big projects. Um, what are those three things that is really important to be aware of when you go into that realm?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is actually what's so cool, is it always comes back to what is actually the subtitle of my upcoming book. So my book is called Double Down on Your Genius. So Mm -hmm. if I say anything, it's like now is the time to double down on your genius. This means stop doing the work that is just your zone of excellence or your zone of even competence that you're not happy with, but it's probably how you've made money thus far. And the invitation, this is the subtitle, is to own your gifts. These are the three. Own your gifts. Align your actions. And then flourish in your calling, right? So, this is really the invitation. So, those are the steps too, right? Own your gifts, align your actions. This is what I work on a lot with is like that alignment. Where are you out of alignment? Uh, And that can be vibration. But even in the flourishing, this is this whole body of work I did last year, which I just love. This goes into this realm of really like allowing yourself to have and take what you want to stand in your power and truly allow yourself to. And this means joy and pleasure and wealth of all different kinds.
0: What kind of body of work did you do last year? Now I'm curious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can actually, we'll make sure that there's a link or what have you, but I have an alignment quiz. And so this whole body of work really brought into focus this realm of alignment and where you might be out of alignment. So for example, we, one might think, especially in from our, you know, sort of, patriarchal, like very, um, do society, right. One might be like, oh, I'm just not doing enough. Right. And then they double down on that. And they really try to like, just work harder and, you know, do all this stuff when actually the out of alignment might be that they need to step back and come back into alignment with their source and their listening. Right. And so we often are solving problems or thinking that we need to do one thing when it's actually another. So this is the kind of like really helping you get in alignment, really helping you understand where you need to be focusing your energy in order to get the results that you desire.
0: And you're saying you developed a, a methodology or some kind of quiz for people yeah. to go and, take like, it. and understand yeah. where, okay, great. So we're going to include this in the link. Absolutely. Yeah. It was yes. actually my next question. Like for someone who is listening to it right now, how would the person know where they are and what to do about it?
1: That's exactly right. So the alignment quiz goes through it all. Even at the end, you'll then get access to this whole masterclass that I did on this entire framework. And the masterclass itself is called on the precipice. And that's that learning edge, you know, like when you're basically at that edge and you feel like you're, it's going to just be this huge leap into this abyss that you're going to die, right? That's on the other side of this big leap. I'm technically a certified big leap coach is the training that I've had my somatic training and therapy. And, um, and so it's just this, all of this framework, yeah, really helps you see what, what might you have that is out of alignment. And so the quiz walks you through that and then gives you access if you want more. And it gives you literally like an entire kind of guidebook around If you're out of alignment with this and if you're in alignment, these are the clues. These are the hints. We don't we weren't given that, you know, we don't have these kind of guiding compasses. So that's what I really wanted to create for people.
0: I understand. How did you yourself got into this work? Is there like a story behind that?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I have been, you know, like I said, self-employed uh, for over 20 years now. I mean, technically, I started my first first business when I was like 18 or 19, Um But when I um, was first doing business, I've owned and co-founded and launched and um, done a lot of different businesses in the first 10 years. I was co-founder of some startups in the Bay Area and um, founded and co-founded a few different businesses in that first 10 years. Well, I had an amazing, thank God, I had an amazing coach who really was helping me see the forest from the trees. So when I was having major issues with founder, you know, some of my co-founders, for example, or I was just so burnt out in one of my former businesses that I let go of in 2010, you know, like all these times, thankfully I had this incredible coach. And so here I was 10 years into my business and I was like, and at this point I even was at a startup and I was like, I'm here to do deeper heart-centered work. I'm not here to have my head in spreadsheets. I mean, I love a good spreadsheet, but like, I'm genuinely just here to do some deeper transformational work. And so it was at that point that I went and got my certification, which is now, um, 10 years ago. And, um, and just knew I was here to support people through. I've been a creative entrepreneur for you know my whole life. I went to art school and everything. And so, as a creative and anyone who is heart centered, right, and that intuitive that almost feels like so much of the world either doesn't understand you or you sometimes don't understand yourself. You know, the power of having a sounding board and support on this visionary path is just paramount if i stand on any soapbox at all it's that we need support you know so that's that's how i started this in particular incarnation that i'm doing now yeah
0: and after i mean you already have been doing it for many years so when you look at all those years, i know it's a bit of a tricky question if were just ask for one thing however What do you feel for you personally was the biggest blessing in this work?
1: I mean, I feel, and this is what I support so many people with, is that I genuinely believe that we can get paid to be the fullest expression of who we are. Right. So when you are in alignment with your own truth and you are living your own truth, especially as a messenger or a thought leader or a teacher, you know, if you're being called to really share a message, when you are in alignment with that truth and you are unapologetically showing up in that way, right. The power then that, what that gets to magnetize to you. So, um, Shakti gwain said this, who's, you know, one of my amazing like mentors and, um, heroines from a long time ago. And she said something about that, like getting paid to be who you are and what a, what a great gift that is. Um, So I think that that's really, it is, it's been my constant evolution to, you know, continue to pull back the veils that I have had on from my own conditioning and what have you. Right. And the more that I do that, the more that I let my true light shine, the more I am able to actually be of the highest service to others, and that's as well almost what I'm teaching by leading by example, right? Is just teaching others like how can you take off those veils and that that conditioning that probably is just only holding you back, or has a mask on your the truth of who you really are and who you really want to be, who you who you came here to be, right? Such that you can then be of service to others in the best way you know how.
0: I love that. And you know, when we look at what is happening in the world right now, especially uh, during the COVID and now in the post pandemic, there is just a rising number of resignations all over the world. I feel especially people in their twenties and thirties or even forties who start questioning um, either the jobs they just started or the jobs they have been at for 10, 20 years. And again, then the question is, does it really bring me happiness? Do I spend enough time with my family? Do I have time to do yoga or run? You know, do I eat healthy at work? Right? Kind of all those in a general that really ignite my soul on on fire to go and do this every day. And so, my question to you um, let's look at it from two different sides. So, one, it's people who are probably in their 20s right now, and maybe they are. About to start the job or they had started and may have maybe have been there three, four, five years in a particular job. And with everything that has been happening, they start questioning things. So if wow. you were to give them an advice professionally of where they should be heading and how they should be heading there, like what would you say? Ooh. Putting you on the I- spot right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful question. It's almost like, you know, because I think we can all frame that also in like, what is the message that I wish I had had, right? Or what is...
0: When you were in your 20s, basically.
1: You know, I mean disclaimer is that we're all going to go on whatever path we are meant to go on. I mean, I genuinely, genuinely believe that. Right. Cause like I can look back at the path that I took and, and it's not maybe the one that I thought I should or wanted to, but it's what made me who I am today. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, I will say, you know, I think two things. One, coming back to this realm of support is that when you are young, really looking at who are these models and mentors around you? Who are you spending your time around just to know that you not only are are being held, but that you know, held in the sense of held in a a greater vision for what is possible for you, but also potentially having that mentorship or guidance and support by someone who is going to guide you in the right direction, maybe versus being around a bunch of partiers who are quitting their jobs and not doing anything with their lives, you know, or depending on what you want, right? Uh, and number two, I would just say that it's so much of life. I mean, it's kind of a never-ending journey. But is in it. the the sooner you start practices for this, the better. Which is coming back to your relationship with yourself and really ensuring that you know pretty much this soonest and earliest you possibly can start this work of that self-love, self-acceptance, being your own best friend, knowing. And so I do a lot of this work with my clients and and have been thinking about actually putting out a program around this, um, especially depending on what your relationship is with your family. Right. So we've all heard like inner child work and that there's like inner child healing work, but I'm a really big fan of also cultivating a healthy inner mother and cultivating a healthy inner father. And so depending on what your relationship is, and it doesn't even really matter necessarily, but it's almost like you learning how to do self-coaching within yourself, being your own like champion and best advocate. And so, I mean, that could even just look like talking out loud to yourself as you walk around your house. You know, sometimes when I'm packing and if I can feel a little overwhelmed, I'm like, you're doing great. You've got this. You're amazing at this. So just genuinely being on your own side, being your own best friend and supporting yourself in the best way you know how, and with deep compassion and self-acceptance and self-love and watching those tapes that are playing as well in your messages to yourself. Like this is the best work you can do for yourself.
0: And thank you for that. And then the second part of this question, we look at people who are above 30 and it could be anything. 30, 40, 50, 60, anything, you know, those who have been in a workplace probably more than eight to 10 years, right? And then any number after that. And what it means that, first of all, people mentally got used to it. And that has been their reality for a long time. So it's like really a big part of the life and personality, a big part of the identity. Then often, usually, the longer you're in a job, in a particular job, you get accustomed with the lifestyle. with the circle of friends you have around it. So that's why they say it, sort of start young and early on the path you want to go because later it's just a bit harder. It's still, of course, possible to do, but you sort of have more to lose, whatever the lose is, right? So, and then when we look at these people, and which I also see just so much of, um, well, let's use, the word waking up because I can't come up with a different word right now. But fundamentally, it is just this self-realization that maybe there is something else. Maybe I'm meant to do something more. Maybe I want to be more of service. Maybe, maybe you know, I want to do something bigger, grander, more meaningful, right? Whatever that means. And now for for this group of people who already probably have an income which is stable, pays for their lives, and they probably not 100%... Yes, and they're probably not 100% in uh, love, you know, but they do. <laughs> so, what would your advice then be in terms of transitioning? Like, what is the easiest way then to transition into truly what is your soul calling and to make it abundant for yourself?
1: Whew. Yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> Again, I will just say, I think it is a journey. Uh, and again, I'll say, you know, having support, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, I think there's a huge piece here and it's almost like two sides of the same coin. Uh, so I have a whole workshop as well that, um, that we can give a link to, but it's all about insourcing versus outsourcing. And so, especially as leaders, right. Um, you know, as, as business owners, we it's very important you learn how to delegate that you know how to make sure that you're, you know, outsourcing your work. But when it comes to outsourcing um, approval, outsourcing your own knowing, all of that stuff, you've got to actually really learn how to insource that and and have this deep connection to your knowing within, right? So um and yet that's very different than having support. And so ideally, whenever you step in, I think this is what happens, actually. It's a it's a real problem I, I see. And I know I think you see it too, which is that when employees, if you've been in an employee situation or if you've been leading within a company and you're so raw for someone to light you up, right, you're so in need of that this is where so many people get so, um, kind of hooked by guru leaders, right. Who are all of a sudden showing them. So I'm only presenting this and, and, Bringing this to light because what I want to invite all of you to do is, if you are going to call in support in your life, make sure it's with someone who is only there. And this is what I always say: is I'm just guiding you to the wisdom of your own truth. I am only here to reflect what and actually really remind you of what is already within you. So there's nothing wrong with calling in support and having that like sounding board and reflection. I think it's incredibly needed and powerful. Um, But I want that person to just be up what is already within you that has really just been lost. I always imagine it like a visual of like, it's like those lights that are on the ground, but they've just been covered up with a bunch of leaves. And so you're just going in there and having someone help you sweep away these leaves so that you can actually shine this light that's been within you all along.
0: I love that. And it is so true, (laughs) you know. For someone who has been in a personal development and human development area forever, I think like I always (laughs) loved that. I started when I was eight years old, for better or for worse. So for me, it's more than thirty years now, and you know, in doing it professionally, also more than ten. So I have seen so many teachers, gurus, leaders, coaches, therapists. You know, you name it. And I think exactly to your point that it is a very um, graceful balance Mm -hmm. when you call in and welcome support because you understand that it helps you to go to the next level of evolution. And at the same time, you remain sovereign, right? You is you. And I love how you said just earlier, knowing went to outsource and went to insource. I think that's the word you used, right? So that actually your inner knowing is yours. And uh, so the other person is there to illuminate it, not necessary or not not at all to imprint their beliefs about the reality. And and that, I feel, is a very important definition between the two.
1: Well, and especially when you're feeling lost, right? And, and because when we're feeling lost at sea, we just want to grab at any hooks or anything that's going to help buoy us up. And again, I will say there is nothing wrong with that, but if it is somebody that is, you know, so just making sure you're being really conscious of that. I mean, another way to say this is also just to be, be really conscious about where you're giving away your power to, right? Because really the whole thing is like, we want you empowered, right? We want you the power to come from within. So yeah, it's a, it's a powerful journey and a powerful process. Um, and it requires a lot of self-trust and that's what actually so many people just, again, we weren't taught that we, and many of us, especially depending on what your upbringing was actually had that really wounded, scarred or damaged at an early age. And so, you know, so much of, I feel, I believe like this life is not only coming into this better, healthier, loving relationship with ourselves, and that includes self-trust as well as then others, right? And so this is where even in some of your um, management or even coaching or what have you, um, or even uh, people you're you're managing, right? You, the, your contractors on your team or your employees or what have you, all these relationships, not the least of which is your romantic relationships are going to be bringing up opportunities for your own growth and expansion, right? They're gonna show you your own limitations and the pieces and parts of you that are not either honoring your own truth, right? And then we get in sticky situations because you're not setting boundaries or you're people-pleasing or all these things, right? Um,
0: but yeah, it's what what a personal growth journey it is, right? Lifelong. Lifelong, indeed. And with, but also I have been seeing um, after the pandemic and this post-pandemic situation that we are all in, where like your work, my work, which is these days pretty much, it's all around wellness or business wellness, right? So, or or empowerment or personal development even more so. So, before that, before 2020, if we look like at the pyramid of needs or what was important to people, it was very much at the bottom, in all honesty, statistically. Like there were all kind of other things that seemed to be more important to people and then uh, sort of anything around developing of the self that was only for those who really felt they really wanted and they had a reason for this. And, like, from my perspective, I'm actually very grateful to COVID from that point of view and pandemic, because suddenly everything around emotional support, mental health, corporate wellness, uh, personal development, you know, conscious business, it is quantum leaped at the very top of the human needs. Now, everyone talks about it. It's like the hardest subject, and everyone wants it which inevitably leads to what I think is sustainability, for example, people call greenwashing. And I'm mm-hmm. sure there is like a similar term, you know, to our kind of work. I don't know what it is, but well, I, would say, I would, I would posit that it's just the woke movement, right. That everyone okay, right.
1: Yes. So woke, but
0: actually, yeah. Exactly. Okay. There's the whole woke movement and who is woke and who is not Right. And uh, one of those memes I just saw on social media recently, when it made me laugh, also when a girl kind of says to the crowd of people that, "Oh, I had an awakening, I'm so enlightened, I let go of my ego. Basically, I'm much better than all of you. <laughs> right <laughs> So that's kind of the whole point of of the woke movement very often. And of course, uh, demand creates more supply, just like in any other industry. And I just feel, Just even looking at what's happening in social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and people do say that that up to 2020 or 2021, they have never meditated. They never took any courses. I mean, they write about it. They say, let's say, you know, had maybe corporate job for 20 years and then had whatever, an awakening. And I'm not particularly criticizing anyone, especially here. It's just a thing that I have been seeing happening collectively. And then there was an awakening and now maybe... 10 weeks of yoga teacher course or wellness retreat facilitator course. (laughs) And now one or two years later, uh, people setting up wellness companies or personal development companies and promoting it as a business, promoting it as a work out there in the world, which then brings us to the point that you said, how do you know who to trust from the point of the person who is open to guidance? When you go now in the market, I mean, it was wild, wild west before COVID. Now it is like wild, wild west 3.0. <laughs> you know, what I mean, there are no regulations. You have no idea who is who. You can become any sort of coach, guide, whatever, almost within three days these days. And, you know, with the marketing and social media and spinning, it is really hard to know who knows and who not. And I just find it's an important topic and it's important I feel for us to talk about because I know you've been in the industry for a very long time and so maybe if you just you know let's look at that from the perspective of people who are looking for guidance who want to be coached who want to be guided who want to grow their businesses and there is just an overwhelming supply so how how do you choose like how do you know what is that inner thing that you need to trust within yourself when you choose such person
1: yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I have two perspectives on this and, and believe you me, I'm so with you. I'm sure you and I could talk long about this. Um, I, first of all, first and foremost, you know, just be as a, so any of any of anyone really, honestly, who is either a, a speaker or a coach, a consultant that has been running their business online, I think has felt the impact of this because really the marketplace has shifted and changed considerably in the last two and a half, three years. And that means that online marketing has changed a little bit, right? Because all of a sudden we're just like, you know, like running Facebook ads today versus three years ago, totally different ballgame, right? So... Uh, I have two kind of um, ways of thinking about this. Um, Number one, we can't, you know, save everyone. Everyone's going to have their own journey. And unfortunately, on the path, especially at the beginning of your path, and I'm sure both you and I have stories of those that we hired that in hindsight, we realized we really shouldn't have hired them and we learned our lessons. So everyone is going to right. There's
0: no oh, way we have been there, been there, done it.
1: <laughs> they like love every single person listening. We just cannot single-handedly protect you from the journey of lessons in medicine that you are here to go on. So you do your best, but you know, even if here's the thing. And this is almost, I think about this, even it's almost a parallel to say like design or beauty, right? That beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So one person might think that this is like a beautiful design and the other person's like, are you kidding me? That's like not at all anything I would ever have, right. Or ever do. So it's really recognizing that one person might have an amazing experience with somebody and the other person doesn't because that's their life path and their, their medicine to have. Okay. So there's that side of it. That's like, you know, Godspeed. Good luck, basically. And then there's another side of it, which I will just say is, I think, fascinating because I think as the marketplace has shifted, even the way, the ways you and I have even learned that we might be like holding on to that this is the way, I really have been trying to just open my mind as well to say, you know what, they might be these people that have literally come on in the last two and a half years and I can actually plug into some of that fresh energy. I started my business 20 years ago. So how can I plug in some of this fresh energy insights doing ways that, you know, my ways might be, some of them might be outdated. I might still have values that are really held to them still that I still believe in them and I wanna hold on to them so tight. But there's a point where if things are shifting and if it can be easier and lighter, honestly, I feel like that's one of the greatest gifts out of everything and that we're really seeing in the great resignation and in everybody and everything, what we're wanting and desiring so big time right now is like, we just need a break. We need things to feel a little lighter. This is why memes are like such our main source of therapy these days. We brought it up right. You know, (laughs) it's like things to feel a little lighter, a little easier. And I think even in business as well, that, you know, we're coming into a time where we're being invited into a new form of simplicity versus complexity. It almost like really hit this crescendo of complexity and almost everything that then had to break, right? So like the system is having to break and all these different levels. So that's a piece of some of my feelings. And I also think it's like further personal, spiritual work for everyone to do in the realm of comparison and the invitation then back to recognizing the abundance that's available here.
0: Beautiful. I love how you shared, you know, from different perspectives. but I think it is very important to look at it. And it probably brings us then to the need or intention of the person who is looking for guidance, whatever that guidance is. And mm-hmm. I feel it is just Probably important to understand like why why you are doing what you are doing, and I think then to your point, there are some like like for me, let's say if I you know would be looking for something like probably for different reasons, I would go for different people, and sometimes too right maybe let's say like I don't know let's say I want to quantum leap quantum leap my business I most likely who choose someone like you, because I know you're 20 years in business. So there is also an experience that comes with this, you know, sort of maybe rather than going with the person who is there one or two years, again, nothing wrong with that, but it is just, again, maybe not enough experience for my taste, you know? But then, however, it is someone, you know, probably in their 20s, maybe it's an entirely different conversation and there is an element of, Uh, being able to relate more, you know, like sometimes, right? So it's kind of similar age, similar culture, similar memes, you know, similar. So there is a familiarity around this and they kind of all speak the same language. And I have seen, uh, which I feel the beauty of that. Like now I see life coaches in very early 20s growing enormous businesses, which becoming like literally global empires and all clients are, okay, often women, you know, in that case, but doesn't have to be, but often women in their very early 20s and people built like multi-million businesses with this. And even that reality to do this even 10 years ago, it was almost unthinkable. Because society was not ready for that kind of guidance, you know, and I remember like even when I was in the middle 20s and I started doing uh, life coaching in Singapore, people were laughing at me and saying that I'm competing here with priests. No kidding. They said that, you know, people go and talk to priests about all those things. They're not going to go and talk with the young white woman in her 20s. Right. Like, what do you sort of know about life? and? I'm actually very happy to see that now the the next generation, it's absolutely normal to talk about it. And so if it gives itself, you know to one of the big things actually Yana that I think we need to be
1: aware of and remember at least I do right because my of my age is recognizing that, that that so here I have had all this wisdom and all of this experience right of all of my years that I can say well guess what there's a lot of also women my age who have had children who are now those young 20 somethings who literally have been raised with more conscious you we know, we're doing this like DNA work, right? This healing our ancestry work. So they've been raised by more conscious mothers than we had growing up. Exactly. So that's thing that I think is fascinating, right? It's like just to watch and really understand that deeper layer of like, oh, we're actually just seeing progress in action from the ancestral level of healing, which is, I think, pretty cool.
0: And I think it's so amazing, that especially like our generation, of women, that those who choose to have children, that what you said, because of the work that they are doing, they are becoming more conscious mothers. So I'm actually very curious to see exactly what happens with those 20 something, because like, even when I look at the relationship with my own mom and it's very fascinating to see where she would try to give me some tools that worked for her, for her inner healing. And to me, it would be like talking about dinosaurs, you know, yeah. something. I like, exactly. like in yeah. my mind, it's like so outdated, you know, and I'm like, mom, seriously, I mean, I kind of understand, but no one does it anymore. So I feel the joke of it all that who knows, maybe those, you know, who are, but you said the children of your friends who are in their 20s, this whole idea about emotional support and personal development and this and that, then maybe they are just evolved in such a different way, then they won't need many of the things we do, or they will do it in a very different way. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I will say though, just like you were saying, in terms of um, who I look to, I'm so selective with my mentors and just any input that I'm taking in. Right. And I mean, we can all, look and watch a lot of different things, but in terms of who I actually like entrust my process to. So if any of you, I mean, this is right. This is almost the trust thing, right? Is like, it is one hundred percent okay to be discerning and really recognize, and maybe I've learned this through my experience, right? Of like, who are you handing your heart over to, or who are you opening yourself to vulnerably? And I've been really lucky because I've had some mentors for you know twenty years who 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 I feel so safe. And all of the work I do, I. I'm so passionate about having a safe and sacred container because it is, can be the most vulnerable work. The stuff I work on with my clients is not the shit that they're sharing on social media. It's their like stuff that they're like, Oh my God. You know? So all this is to say though, in one of those things that you're talking about in terms of like not hiring a young, you know, 20 something year old, like there's a time and a place they might be able to show you how to make reels or something like that. Right. But I think I look for, you know, who can Who can understand, you know, going through, I've gone through many different incarnations in my career and that has meant massive death, identity, death, ego, death, rebirth. Actually the first weekend I even met you, Yana, I was like shedding skin. I felt raw and it just happened to be the weekend I met Yana and I was like, oh my God, I love you. We need to talk, you know, it was like at this total corporate conference, but then thank God. Donna was there because I was just like, yes, I have somebody here that can understand this, you know, but this is the piece is like, who can, who can match you in that? There's a maturity in that. And I get, we all have deaths, you know, I mean, truly life is a, a, really just a series of these deaths, right. As you come into your, so I'm not saying that young people can't have also have that, but I think that I also would really want to work with somebody who literally has been at the end of their rope several times over or at the end of their career and felt this feeling that I might also be feeling. And therefore, I know they're going to get me on that level.
0: I am you on that, you know, as we're actually having this conversation, like I'm reflecting what kind of uh, guides would I choose personally or professionally for myself? And actually now if I look like back sort of on on all of that then um, most of the time I went for people who were older than me by age often because it just brings more business and life experience and if they are not there were some cases when they were either my age or even slightly younger so they might not have that age in terms of uh, years But because of their life and because of their bringing and because of their practice and because of the something else, their level of consciousness was so evolved that I felt like I'm talking to a 3,000 years old. Do you know what I mean? So it means that, again, it's not maybe that much age in your passport, which does play a role. But it's also who you are in your consciousness. And then again, I sort of don't want discourage also any people who are maybe just starting and beginning and they're listening to this and they go, what do you mean? It means I can't teach. So, no, of course you can. I mean this well, is- I
1: still will. I exactly. promise. Exactly. <laughs> that call like there's nothing that can stop you and you know we all think that's the thing at any age we all think that we're so evolved at this specific... I definitely
0: thought that all the way through you know <laughs> like I remember when I was 19 I felt like I know everything about life and actually the joke is when I was in my middle 20s and certified like I said shared my, my, my first professional career was around life coaching and and some people who loved me dearly they sort of did who were older and they did tell me that, look, um, maybe a little young to be, you know, a life coach. And of course, yes, we can see you're an old soul and, you know, maybe in your consciousness and in your life experience, even for your age, you're like much more evolved than, you know, maybe any other person around your age. But nevertheless, you're still like in your middle 20s. And I remember that for me, it was just... (laughs) And information I I greatly resisted and didn't want to receive and felt very upset about people who cared about me saying this. But now the joke is looking bad. I see they had a point as much as I didn't want to hear. And of course, I continued with whatever I wanted to do. And I made mistakes, just like what you mentioned, right? So, and it's a part of the journey. And I feel like that's why we are also now where we are. And that's why you are doing the work you are doing. Because in these 20 years, you have been doing it. You made tons of mistakes doing it. And that's why you learned. Right? Yeah. So well, and honestly, I mean, that's a huge
1: part of the journey, I think, is like getting comfortable with, that messiness. And it's that messiness is so required to experiment and fail and learn and experiment and fail and learn. That is kind of like life. That's your life. It's your job in life is to experiment, fail and learn. And then ideally, you know, depending on what your, um, I mean, I almost feel like everyone really is in this role in some way, shape or form. But then ideally, you also then are seated with the opportunity to serve and support others with what you've learned. Right. So whether you are on stages talking to thousands of people and helping inspire people with a best-selling book or what have you, or you're just impacting that sweet circle around you of your family and your community with what you've learned and the and the work you have implemented in your own evolution, then beautiful, right? But you have to be willing. Yeah, it's got you. Got to be comfortable with the mess, basically.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. It is such an important message. And I feel that with that, we will be rounding up our conversation today. I see we're coming, you know, with the time. And time these days, you know, with the real culture, less than one minute. So we're already stretching here close to one hour conversation. (laughs) And and yeah, there was just so much that I wanted to ask you. And thank you for being so generous and sharing it from your heart. And we absolutely will include all the links how you can connect with Villo And to everyone who is listening to us today, just... Go forward with whatever it is that you are, regardless of how old you are or how young you are, whether you are the one who is guiding or the one who is being guided. Just as Vila said today, you are on your journey which you're meant to be. You're going to make mistakes which you're meant to make. And then you're going to teach people about your mistakes so that they can learn whatever they meant to learn. And it's all part of the process because I love this famous quote by Ram Das. That we are all walking
1: Watch each other home. Eyes. I was totally <laughs> to going say that earlier. It's one of my favorites as well. So that's absolutely right. And if you think of everyone around you, no matter the age or gender, race, nothing, right? It's like it's there. We're all souls. We're all souls on this three D journey and this on this planet together, right? That are just having this human experience and yeah, walking each other home. Beautiful.
0: Thank you, Vila. A gentle reminder that this is not a regular podcast, because here we have no rules and no scripted questions. All conversations are spontaneous, unfiltered, and real with people from all over the world, regardless of their race, religion, nationality, skin color, language, or social circumstances. The intention for this podcast is to showcase the infinite variety of how human beings think and what they do to create happiness, fulfillment, self-realization, health, wealth legacy and overall a truly spectacular life did you enjoy the interview feel free to share this episode with friends subscribe to the podcast and youtube channel and follow us on social media and remember you are the master of your own life